0: Morning, Roger. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty tired. But anyway, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I was pretty, uh, yeah, just, just sitting at the airport, just waiting to jump on a kite back home to Adelaide. But, uh, gee, I, I, I mean, listen to you guys talk about the, that test match, and I watched the vision of that. And, uh, Clark, you know, it was, it, was, uh, it was amazing. I thought, you know, we all, we're all Aussies and we like, want, want the Australians to win. But there was something good about that for cricket. Um, yeah, I think, for and for sure. sport, you know, when you see those those things happens, and then uh, so that was that was so exciting, and it actually just led straight in actually to the back. It started the start of the Australian Open, mm. so the men's men's final. So it was a quite a. Um, there was a fantastic hour. or So watching the watching the cricket leading into the Australian Open, when um, you know the men's final, which was which ended up being you know just a five set must watch uh, must watch sporting event. Yeah, I agree. Some awesome sport
1: over the weekend, no doubt. Like. Can't stay sitting on the. You're screaming at your TV. No, and and I was like you, lads. I watched. I watched a lot of the India England Test as well. And even that, I was Australia's not playing, but. Just exciting Test cricket, yeah. same as the tennis. Exciting tennis. And you want a contest, definitely. And we and we got that contest last night in the tennis, the tennis there, Rods. Because I went kills. to bed after the first two sets, thought and it I, was over. I thought it was over. <laughs> I thought, oh well, I woke up this morning. <laughs> yeah. Medvedev would have uh, won, but that wasn't the case. Young Sinner, tell me about it and how he yeah. how he sort of got got himself back into the game.
0: It was, look, it was it was an interesting before the match. You're thinking, okay, you've got you've got a person who dominates in every facet as far as. Where his court position is, stands on the top of the court. His forehand and backhand is—he's yeah, got about ten kilometres per hour uh, bigger off either either wing. He's, he tries to dominate the points, bigger on the serve, either about even on the serve, average. But in general play, he 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 holds court. Uh, Yannick Sinner, the Italian. But the the unknown was could he do that in a major? And we've you know and he's playing a guy Medvedev, who he's beaten the last three times. But uh, he's a major champion. He's also been to finals, and he's also you know he's been the number one player in the world, so um, so it was quite intriguing. He'd, he'd spent about six hours more on court. Medvedev he'd battled really, and Medvedev and Sinha had gone, gone through only dropping one set to to Novak a few days ago. So um, so it's quite it was an interesting matchup. And what happened was um, I was talking about it before the game, thinking, oh, what would Medvedev do? His only real shot, considering he's lost the last three, was to play an aggressive mindset of tennis, stand up on the baseline, try and push push Sinha back, and take that away from him. Especially on the return of serve, where he's generally six or six or four meters back on first and second serves, and he did all of that plus more. Serve, volleys and points, came into the net, and really rattled um, the Italian. Really had control of the match, two sets to love, and then and then you're talking about how do you how do you manufacture a, a win from two sets to love down in your first major uh, when you've actually been controlled on the tennis court? Haven't found your best, but you've got to put your head, you know, you've got to say uh, hands hands in the air and. The other guy's playing too well, but it's when you serve first. The funny thing with the scoreboard and pressure is it's interesting. You serve first at the start of the third. You win your first service game. If you can just roll up your sleeves and get a little dirty and just look after your service games, every time you sit down, you're one ahead. And then the pressure builds closer to, this, to the to the end of the set. And it happened for Sinner in the, at five four, um, in the third. He ends up making you know making his, his way there, and then he gets a little moment and he takes it. There's a little unforced error from Medvedev. He sits at two sets to one down. It happened the same in the in the um in the in the fourth set except except Medvedev was four all and Love Thirty on Sinners serve. They exchanged a big rally. Um he made an unforced error. It went to fifteen thirty and sinner served his way out again. And then all of a sudden there was pressure on Medvedev and we're in the fifth and from then on, from the fifth onwards, it looked like Sinner all day. He he just his belief system grew and he and he, his his real form that he showed for two weeks turned up. It was an amazing effort.
1: Yeah, Roger, how much did that win against Novak help in regards to confidence when, when he was under
0: pressure? Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, it would enormous because, A, he didn't give up a, a break point in that whole match, which was staggering, by the way, against Novak. <laughs> uh, he And uh, I just think it you need to have those wins in majors to believe you could probably get through a situation where you're two sets of love down, yeah, especially... Especially against someone who's, you know, who's, who's now won 24 majors. So I think I think it did because he also didn't have to as much of, as much as it was uh, energy sapping to beat Novak in a major. When he led two sets to love, he, he, he didn't have to call on all this extra mental energy that that was uh, that Medvedev had to call on a couple of times in uh, during the Australian Open because he, you know, found himself so far behind. It was a great it was a great yeah. result. It was a great result for our sport. Uh, you talk talk about the West Indies winning. Um, you know, for, for tennis, Novak had, you know, hadn't won, Sinner had lost, um, hadn't been able to make it through. And so you've got Medvedev. Medvedev would have been a great winner, by the way, as well. But just for the holistically for the sport, to have this young uh twenty two year old who's been climbing and you know, he's in the top four players in the world, mind you, so he's he's already here, but to be climbing and playing such uh, consistent tennis against guys in the top five players in the world and knocking them off towards the end of the year as he was doing um, to finally to, to claim a major, which we thought he would. If you said at the start of the year, there are four majors, who, how are you going to distribute them? You probably would have said Novak would probably grab a couple uh, Carlos Alcaraz would probably go grab one and hopefully Sinner grabs one. Well, um, you know, he's grabbed the first one. So yeah, it's an exciting time for the sport, I think, for, for the men's game in the transition.
1: What about Novak then? I mean, we're always quick to write off champions. Yeah. yeah. How did you see his tournament unfold? Any concerns for the rest of the season? Is he starting to slow down? Is there something noticeable in his game that that hasn't been there in the past?
0: Uh, no, no don't think yeah you're you're right for a start that we we generally if they if they haven't won, we go oh well, they're gone um but but they uh I think he had a virus all the way through because he never seemed to get motoring and generally he he gives us a a patch somewhere in the in the tournament where he's playing you know his elite level, but he never actually found that for the whole tournament and he looked he looked just off in general um and so there was, you know, he reported that he had a virus before the tournament, and he, he he looked like that, and he didn't seem like he could actually gather any momentum. So, would he be, you know, is he still the favourite for the French? Yeah, he probably is, but he's but it's all closed up, and so right behind him now is Alcaraz and Sinner. Um, once the French rolls on, and, and we and I uh, sorry, and, and Nadal actually, if we say Nadal, we'll see what Nadal does. He's starting mm. again in a couple of weeks' time. So, it's made this the season really interesting, and and Novak's obviously as he's... As we know, he's, his intention, intentions are clear. I'm playing until I can win. If I can, if I still think I can win majors, I'm playing and, and play at the top of the game. I'm playing, and so he said that at the start of the season. There's no, he's not going away. Um, it's just, um, it's just what what can the young guys do? And the big thing with these two young guys, Alcaraz and now Sinner, they are two of the first guys, so in our sport over probably the last decade, that have decided to push and stick their chest out against the the big boys. Um, Akraz obviously did it a couple of years ago, you know, started and, and he's won two majors, and now Sinner, and they they haven't feared the best players in the world, especially someone like Novak, when they've gone and played Rafa. So those those sort of things are really important that you don't fear those guys, and you're prepared to, you believe that you can actually beat them. And the majority of the other guys for a long period of time, it's a little, slightly different era. But when Roger Rafa and Novak were there, Andy Murray were there, and they were their prime, but there was a lot of the field that just saw they couldn't get them. And what a triumph for Australian coach Darren kale who just adds to his his legacy as a coach. Yeah, I don't want to give him too much to be honest. You know, he's a, he's a good mate of mine, and uh, no, look, I I loved it. I mean, he's, look, he's 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 got uh, he's got a major with every every player that he's had, um, and. And this this kid, yeah, you know, it's, it's a good thing jumping on good horses because they, they you can work them, uh, and you can you know and and Darren's done, has done a great job of giving uh, Sinner and his team a lot of belief uh, that they can actually take the next step. He's he's poised, he's measured, he's he's simplified in his messages, um, and he and he just gets it. You know, he he gets it, and uh, he works with different athletes, and in, in uh, all of them have been different athletes from different countries, and he's been able to sort of get the best version of them and and just mold them so uh yeah look we were super excited for them um it was funny mark williams who's a good mate of both darren and I, is, um the afl coach um he he jumped in the box he normally comes in around the second week he's a second week guy mark he wants to get in with the real, real real good stuff and and i i messaged him when it uh when i saw him in the box and i said you know you can't leave as long as you know you won't be able to get out of the box now as long as Yannick's winning because. It's funny when you've got a when you've got a coach's box and you and you allocate seats. There's a lot of superstition around who's sitting where. And then if they're winning in that second week, you, a lot of them don't want to don't want those seats to be taken by anyone else. So the same people have to turn up. Uh, so there was a great joy ride for Mark over uh, the last uh, last week as well. Just sitting in the you know he's a person who's coached in an AFL coached in an AFL Grand Final at uh, Port Adelaide and won in 04, and and is a super master coach himself and. And we were talking at the end of the game uh, last night, and, and he just said how he, he, you know, you're riding the intensity of riding on every single point uh, versus when you're coaching AFL. Sort of, you know, you're riding on the plays, but he said it's just not, it's just at a different level. And uh, yeah, anyway, it was a, it was a great Australian Open. Sabalenka winning the the women's was, you know, it became more obvious as the as the key players fell um, at the top half of the draw. So it's, that was fantastic for the game, I think, as well, for her to claim her second. We'll see where the rivalries go for uh, on the women's side of the field. And, and we just had great matches all the way through. From the start to the finish, so many five-setters, so many three-setters in the women. Matt Ebden wins the doubles for, for, you know, so an Australian wins the doubles there. Um, 1.1 million people come through the doors um, at Melbourne Park over over the period. And, and you know, the sport and entertainment was, uh, was the key winner.
1: Is Sabalenka, do you think, about to be the dominant woman's player?
0: i I feel like uh, having this discussion where um, i set, I made a point that I felt that if she could if she could stop her urge to belt every ball um, and play sometimes within her within her uh, just in a com- in a comfort area, but mm. she's such a heavy ball striker and and she can repeat that and she's and she can she can basically take the racket out of your hand full time in in matches and so i think she could dominate the game in the women's game right now um, and the only sort of disruptor for me would have been ash barty who could slice it mix it up match her with power but also have this variety on serve and with a backhand and and, and put the ball in in certain areas of the court even under the heavy hitting of savalenka but at the moment yeah i think she can be uh, extremely dominant um and you know she, but uh yeah she she's also a sea ball hit ball type of player so sometimes the sea ball hit ball version if it's not happening on the day can can uh, let you let loose with a few unforced errors and you can find yourself losing but you yeah, know it's great to see her getting a getting her second championships
1: Terrific performance from Matt Ebden, uh, the Aussie, and Rowan Bapana, 43 years of age, the Indian. They won the men's doubles, and G. Ebden had a fair bit to say after the match, uh, Rog. He had a crack at
0: ageists uh, p- while praising his his partner, 43 years of age, as I mentioned. Rowan Bapana, a veteran, and uh, also he reiterated his call for an overhaul in doubles matches. He wants fans engaging more. Uh, perhaps being closer to the court music playing etc. I guess taking a bit of a, a leaf out of live golf and, and, and things like that uh, Look, well the doubles games definitely I mean it's it's a it's a, a little bit of a licorice of all sorts in the sense that you know you've got you've got the, the youth coming through then you've got you've got players that have been playing for a long time like papana who's 43 what an effort from him but you know and then there's some some people out there saying well, that you know is that good for the game uh that's actually happening you know where's the you know where's the where's the young where's where's the young generation playing uh where are they um so so there there is a lot of conversation around the doubles uh i I don't think they should actually sit down at the change of ends i think they should once they start they sit down at the end of the set because there is some of these doubles matches take over a couple of hours and it's a long time when there's not a lot of action because it can be a serve and a volley and a server a miss and so you know you, there can be matches which are which are not uh, that entertaining so what Matt's saying is basically we need to jazz this up and actually make the the doubles side of the tennis uh, you know under the tennis umbrella a little different and and I I tend to agree with him um yeah just on that it's definitely rog, shifted.
1: just just on that mate like you see a lot of um sports um now trying to go after that younger generation to yep. turn up and watch it, it, do you notice younger people turning up to the tennis these days or is it
0: yeah 100%. nothing's changed no no there's definitely there's definitely a change in you know we we were, we had a mid-60s uh viewership you know tennis uh, it was like golf and it was like you know what Greg's done to you know trying they've done with live golf with yeah. their, their movement there and they're seeing the numbers you know it decrease we're, we're seeing you know if you go to the Australian Open um you definitely see you're just seeing families and you're seeing young kids I I think they they have they created such a, a big entertainment family package yep. um, where the kids can engage. But what he's so I just think the closer fans can get to the athletes, uh, the better. In it, you know, so they're not, you know, you can't remove them. It's hard in the big events when you've got the big courts. But as much young youthful engagement you can have with the uh, with the players is better, and I, we do see that. It's just does it actually translate to the amount of kids that play the sport? Whether it's, whether it's rugby, whether it's cricket, basketball, tennis. Um, I think we're all trying to do the same thing. Mm. You know, we're all trying to get a piece of the pie. Um, but, the, our, you know, it's, it's, and it's also about how you can make the court um, and the actual entertainment package. Of tennis. So we've, we've tried to go quicker. How can we shorten the game? You know, OK, well, let's give them 25 seconds to and 20 seconds before points. The problem, was, problem is when you have a shot clock, there are some players that will wait the full 20 seconds or in the majors 25 seconds uh, instead of being able to serve into inside you know 10 seconds as normal so they'd sort of milk the clock down versus so it hasn't actually worked by giving them a set time uh, because players milk the clock down at certain levels and um, so we've still got it, we're still getting some of these long matches when they could be uh, condensed but yeah it's a bit of a work in progress and there's definitely a big uh, spotlight on making our sport uh, sexier. There's no doubt about that.
1: Go and get some sleep this week, Rog.
0: Yeah, we're straight into it. Get into it. Uh, <laughs> do you sleep or not? I don't think you sleep. Do you? You just get on with it. You know. Yeah. Uh, but it has been it has been a great month of tennis. Uh, with that, with also with the cricket on as well, and around Australia, I think sport's been uh, we've we've been pretty lucky with with sport around uh, this summer. I think around Australia, and uh, yeah, it was a good finish last night. Thanks so much, mate. See you guys.